0: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins.
1: We just become best friends. Yep.
0: Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. The Markley,
2: Van Camp, and Robbins show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It's hard to put a finger on it. Who has this uneasy feeling going forward, the whole Israel-Hamas thing, the hostages being released, and there is this sense the media is just celebrating this so much, and you definitely want to see hostages
3: reunited with their family. But there's a sickening feeling about all of this going on. Well, Yeah, and what what comes next is really the concerning part to me because, I mean, we've had the— uh, the the flailing crazy pro Hamas protests in the United States. You've got uh, y- you've got unrest all over the Middle East in a way that we haven't seen in several years. Mm-hmm. Um, I and you know I mean right now, this is completely separate from Israel and and Hamas. But you wonder what's going to happen this winter in Europe, you not do. only with anti Semitism and and whatnot and, and rioting and all of that, but like the U.K., for example, they've just uh, what put out a warning about potential blackouts this winter. Man, oh, man. They're working yeah. to try to avert that, but, I mean, there's going to be an energy crunch this winter. I mean, it's it, all hell. It, you're right. It feels like all hell is about to break loose.
2: You're talking about there's word of some other virus somewhere? What, yeah. Something new? Yeah, out of China, of all places. Huh. Really? Yeah. Yep.
4: He wants the right hander in the game. Jesus, come on in.
2: (laughs) Well, and it is going to be an election year. And there's going to be stuff that's just going to be rolled out. You don't know what it is yet, but you know it's coming. But I think partly it's because we know now there's so much division in the world. Not like you thought it was all peace and all great, you know, a few months back. But so many things have been exposed with the Israel Hamas war. You know, Victor Davis Hanson from the Hoover Institute, mentioned this before, he's like a a wise uncle or a grandfatherly figure. And I heard him say this on Megyn Kelly's podcast and I thought it resonated. You can tell me if you think it's over the top or not.
0: You get this feeling, I, I don't know if it's hyperdramatic or what, but you almost get the feeling you're living in maybe 1933 or 1934 in Germany, when you're starting to see something transpire that's growing every day. When you look at the United Nations, you see that Iran is is the head of the Human Rights Forum and that the Secretary General, as soon as he
2: heard
1: about october 7th he said you can't understand the murdering without listening to the uh, evaluating the context and you look at what europeans are saying you look at what's happening at our universities
3: yeah do you think that's getting too dramatic no i i mean i i, I don't know if what we're heading towards really does have a good um analog in history and and why I say that is because, yes, I mean, there have been obviously ups and downs throughout all of human history, but never before has the world been this connected, this interconnected, where issues that are happening thousands of miles away are really popping up en masse in the United States. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and not just people having an opinion of what's happening, but people willing to uh, assault one another. Over issues that are happening thousands of miles away. The news is coming in at you a million miles an hour all the time when you have the advent of of realistic AI-driven technology Mm -hmm. also at play, along with mass means of communication, like Twitter, like Facebook, like Instagram, TikTok, etc. It's a powder keg, man. Nobody knows what's real. And that, oh, to that's me is tough, the difference.
5: Man.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, and I simplified in my own head. Just, it's just the way I think. It's like, man, this is good versus evil. Okay. And sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. Sometimes it's incredibly easy to tell the difference. But it seems, especially with the Israel Hamas thing, it gets blurred with so many people. And what you are seeing in college campuses and different protests, it's jaw dropping for a lot. Well, it's almost like October 7th has already been forgotten about. Yes. By the way, and I should mention this, I thought this was a big story. And it wasn't covered on the Today Show or Good Morning America, but Elon Musk tours Israel with the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu. And you could tell he was moved by what he saw. Even though, I mean, he knows all about it. He knows the atrocities. He's put out on X before, different statements, uh, how awful it was. Uh, But he did say... After that little tour, it was jarring to see the scene of the massacres as well as to see the short film afterwards that showed more of innocent people getting killed. It was troubling in that movie, especially to see the joy experienced by people that were killing innocent civilians, including kids and babies and defenseless people, essentially. It's one thing if obviously civilians die accidentally, but it's another thing to revel in the joy of killing civilians. That's evil. And I'm like, yes. No. Anybody that's seen that has pretty much said the same thing. That makes a lot of sense. So, obviously, keeping an eye on everything. Well, you that's know, going
4: you go back there. to what Victor Davis Hansen said about the timing. I mean, when you're talking about the Holocaust and the origins of the Holocaust and how it all started. Exactly. I mean, when you got people believing in sanity and when human life doesn't mean anything anymore. Yes. I mean, that, there it, are it, parallels. It's, at yeah, least. there are
2: definitely parallels. Yes. So, you have that keeping an eye on it and at the same time we have well an election year coming up yes and so that's getting played out and the current president is
3: speaking yeah yeah well joe biden was talking about the supply chain and infrastructure in the united states and warned against what so-called MAGA republicans are trying to do and this may fuel your anxiety about the world teetering on a razor's edge i'll tell you that much
0: all right
2: roll it fortunately uh, we've been able to push back on Republican, MAGA Republicans so far, but they haven't given up. They haven't given up. They still want to undo this progress we're making. They're proposing cuts in investments in roads, and bridges, the internet, and, uh, uh, high-speed internet, the very things that provided from uh, anyway. It's across the board. Yeah. Anyway. See, I am laughing, and
4: Scott, you're distraught. Oh, you get to the roads and bridges thing again. Blah blah blah. <laughs> you hear this crap all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody, <laughs> roads and bridges, he didn't throw prescription drugs in there. That's the only thing he missed. Usually that comes next.
2: Yeah, that sort of thing. Roads they, and they bridges. They want old
4: people to die. and yeah, they do. And they want your bridges mm. to collapse and people to perish. And, you know, God Almighty, <laughs> just stop. <laughs>
2: Jeez, man. Same old song
4: same? and dance. And then,
2: uh, well, infrastructure, you got to watch out for our water right now. Fairly. Yeah, I heard. I didn't know about this story. I'm, you know, we do this. We look at different news sources to see who's covering what. And then Good Morning America had this. Water system hack. The
4: investigation after a cyber group linked to Iran claimed to take control of part of a Pennsylvania
2: city's infrastructure. What? Controlling the water? Yeah.
3: With yeah. a computer hack? Yeah. They could Iran I mean, can do that? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of automated systems in our public infrastructure. And so... Yeah, if somebody has the ability to break in, they can control uh, certain elements of that system, and that's what Iranian-backed cyber ha- cyber attackers have claimed they they've done in Penn. I'm sorry, Pennsylvania. I still I still think when they when Good Morning America writes a script with s's in it, they hand it to the guy who has a pronounced lisp, Michael Strahan, every single time. We've wondered about it before.
2: I don't know if it's really in play or not. Um, Group linked to Iran. Yeah.
3: Claim to take control of part of a Pennsylvania city's infrastructure.
2: Yeah, I don't Pennsylvania know, man. It's like somebody cities. will write that book at some point in time, I would imagine. Yeah, they're going to give it to,
4: like, somebody else, to Robin Roberts or whatever. Yeah. Instead, they they give it to Strahan. Here, give that one to Strahan.
3: They just do, like, a <laughs> Control-F on the rundown and just try right, to see exactly. how many S's show up S's in the story. Are... And we're going to give it to Strahan. Yeah. Strahan. By the way, did I ever play for you the day
2: that Strahan actually called it out? Like, okay, no. enough. Really, with all the puns? No, they, they wrote so many puns that he's like, okay, <laughs> really? Yes, I missed. That. I think I saved this. I meant to. Oh, okay. Sometimes we have so much going on, we don't get to everything. Yeah, I don't remember this one. Okay, I guess we could. Oh, take yeah, a minute out should. from the news yeah. and have a laugh. Yeah, I forget what all the puns were. Oh, it was the whale story. Yeah, a
4: first look on GMA at one of the rarest sightings in the world. Cameras are there for this big baby coming into the world, a birth few have ever seen until this morning. It's a whale of a tale as we splash into the weekend.
2: Yes, it's on a Live Friday in Times Square. So they bring it in. Good
1: morning, America. Good morning, America.
2: I
4: was
6: going to say, do you think I got (laughs) enough puns in there?
4: (laughs) I was just waiting for both of your reactions. You both start laughing before we even finished it.
2: Wow. Well, I cannot wait to see more of that remarkable footage.
3: Looks like one well of a time.
2: (laughs) So it's almost like, see, I'm going to call it out today. You set me up for this crap all the time.
3: He's actually going to say, I'm going to, he's actually thinking, I'm going to slap the producer who wrote me that stuff. Whale of a
2: tail. It's a whale of a tail. Yes. Okay. So some of the other things that we got to get to today. Well, the education secretary. Oh, yeah. He's quoting Ronald Reagan, but he completely screws it up. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. This really is. Oh, God. Get to that and a news update and more straight ahead right in.
7: What's for dinner? Burgers?
1: After last week? No thanks.
7: Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's
8: identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abbey.
9: I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year.
6: I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning.
8: I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress.
9: I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair supplement.
8: My hair feels thicker.
9: Stronger. The
10: breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have.
7: Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com.
10: Mommy, I don't feel good. Oh, well, let me check you for fever. I've got this exergen thermometer. Just sweep it across your forehead and, ooh, 100.5. Yeah, you're staying home today. That sure was fast and easy, just like at the doctor's office. Mm Mm-hmm. Doctors recommend these
9: exergen thermometers. Clinically accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies, get your exergen thermometer at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. The holidays are here. Go to OmahaStakes.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, get an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. That's OmahaStakes.com. Promo code QUALITY at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher.
2: van camp robin show jamie markley david van camp scott robbins okay we knew we were in trouble with this education secretary when he could not answer yeah. what he really felt about biological males playing
3: in women's sports mm-hmm.
2: wouldn't answer questions yes miguel cordona
3: yes he's in the news again education secretary miguel Cardona had quite the moment while talking about the federal government's help with the education system talking to governors you know we're we're with you man And I'm going to quote Ronald Reagan to let you know how much we are with you, is what Miguel Cardona decided to do. Okay. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, As
6: uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help.
3: No, that's not what he said. (laughs) Yeah, well. That's okay. This is the actual quote from Ronald Reagan.
0: (laughs) Okay.
9: I've always felt the... Nine most terrifying words in the English language are I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> it's, it's
3: terrifying to hear I'm from the government and I'm here to help. It
4: just, I mean. This guy, I mean, yeah, I'm here to help. See, it's a good
0: thing. Exactly.
4: I mean, he, he just took it so far out of context. He just laid it right in there like, yeah. hey, naturally, you people should praise me because I'm here from the government. I'm well, here to I'm, help.
0: As uh, I think it was
6: President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help.
4: But he said, he said it very seriously. <laughs> yes.
2: We're here to help. We're yeah. from the government. Not ter- just, terrifying just, in front of it, yeah, that works. you just forgot to say, and you should be absolutely terrified. Gosh, he's dang,
3: a, he's well. It he was either a really honest moment or proof positive that my theory is correct—that every single person in the Biden administration is an evil moron. Are <laughs> <laughs> there, there, some kind of weird animatronic AI people? They
2: don't even
4: exist.
5: Right. <laughs> they're not real. I mean, just, they're, yeah, they're just projections. Stigmats. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs>
2: It didn't matter what he said. There's no way you could be fired. Well,
3: no. Because you don't get fired if you're in the administration. (laughs) You just get praised. Is he at least going to walk this back? I don't know. I mean, the education secretary is officially now that kid who uh, didn't finish reading Romeo and Juliet and just sort of had the report that said, and then they lived happily ever after. Yes. He doesn't understand how words
4: That's That was the most unreal piece of, I mean, Seriously. I was I couldn't believe it when I heard that. Completely out of context. I know.
2: Yeah, you were going nuts on that. Like old Ronald Reagan once said. <laughs> <laughs> see, we can bridge the gap. Yeah. Democrats and Republicans, see, we believe the same things. Arr. No, not quite.
3: Uh, Seattle, this is a troubling story, David. Uh, yeah, this was written up by Ari Hoffman, our colleague at KVI in Seattle. Um, uh, on Saturday, parental rights group Moms for Liberty... Uh, they, they, you know, have made a ruckus. Obviously, from a lot, or a lot of liberals hate them because they actually want parental involvement in the school, and they don't want just straight up indoctrination from every blue-haired communist that rolls out of a university. Well, they got a package uh, which contained letters that students from a Seattle middle school made in class, claiming that the organization was bullying LGBTQ, LMLP, Alpha Omega Epsilon youth. OK, uh, the, P- the package had a return address of Seattle Public Schools and John Sanford uh, Center for Educational Excellence, the headquarters of the district. In the package were cards that appear to be drawn by children directly calling out the organization with phrases such as say gay, gay is slay, <laughs> stop being a rat and stop bullying and excluding LGBTQ youth. The letter, or there was a letter enclosed in the uh, packaging from Ann Christensen, a social studies teacher and coordinator of the Gay-Straight Alliance at Jane Adams Middle School in Seattle. Uh, The letter read, Dear Moms for Liberty, please read the enclosed cards from concerned middle school students in Seattle, Washington. As Ari points out, uh, 38.6% of students failed to meet the grade level in English at that school. Almost half of the students failed to meet the grade level in mathematics, and 34% or so failed to meet the grade level standard in science. But at least they're writing mean male to a conservative activist group.
4: Okay. Gayest slay. Haven't heard that one before.
2: You know, sometimes a song just comes into your head Mm -hmm. because there's something in the story that made you think of a song. We can't play it. It's Spinal Tap. It's Female Dog School. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do you remember that classic? I do, yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's time to give that whip a crack. I'm going to have to send you back to female dog school. Right. And I'm bringing this up also because the Spinal Tap sequel is on. Oh, no. Is this a good idea? No. 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 Okay. What if it's really good? Is Rob Reiner involved again? Yes. He's filming uh, starting at the end of February. He got hit in the
4: head or something happened to him. I don't know what. I know. He's a
2: kook now. Paul McCartney's going to be a surprise guest, in it? So is Elton John and Garth Brooks. So there you go. You know what? You know, there's so many classic lines in Spinal Tap, of course, one being... If you
5: can see,
0: you know, <laughs> the numbers all go to 11. Right,
2: on the amps. It's one yeah. louder. You know, Elon Musk is a big fan of the movie Spinal Tap, and is that's it? why on the Teslas it goes to 11 no really yeah, that is true i didn't know I that. i did not know that they went to 11. yes that was the story from like five years ago why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 the loudest because,
4: because this is
2: 11. To 11. <laughs> this
3: is the Markley lee camp and robin show okay biggest story today david uh more hostages being released from gaza we're hearing some of the stories now uh from the people who were held in captivity including uh, one relative of a child, a little boy who was held hostage there um it's it 's heartbreaking um, oh my god what these what these kids what these adults, what these elderly people have gone through uh, not See, only their the loved physical, ones killed yeah, oh my gosh, not and only the physical pains that they 've gone through but uh it 's just monstrous okay we 'll get to that also
2: um Hunter Biden. Wants to testify in public. Oh, yeah, very interesting. We'll really? get to that in a round of What's Your Story? All coming up right here. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, what's the
3: deal with Hunter Biden? David? Well, Hunter Biden has offered to testify before the House Oversight Committee, which has subpoenaed him, and they want to they want him to testify, do a deposition behind closed doors on December 13th. Hunter Biden's lawyer, uh, Abby Lowell, uh, put out a letter today saying, "Hey, we'll testify, but on one condition: it has to be public." They, they basically just said, look, we want to be aggressive about this, and we want to make sure that what they say, uh, they, they want to prevent what they call selective leaks, and, uh, and so they, they just want it all to be public. James Comer, the chair of the House Oversight Committee, has said, well, we don't know. We're, we'll, we want to do a public hearing, but this is a deposition, and we want it to be done behind closed doors. Interesting. Did you see that play coming? Anybody? I think it's, I think it's smart on the part of Hunter Biden. Uh, I mean, and I never say that about Hunter Biden because he's made a lot of dumb decisions in his life. But yes. um, because they know that behind closed doors there may be more legal wrangling and it'll go longer, etc. Uh, this is a way to sort of provide cover for themselves and make him look like the whipping boy for the Republicans. Because they haven't so talked be- to him directly one question after
2: another. It'll be a lot of things that would seem like shouldn't matter, but that could be a setup for a question that they're going to ask, you know, 20 minutes later. Yeah. Well, hold on, you said this, yeah. and it would be long and tedious, that sort of thing. Interesting to see how all that plays out. And I was thinking about, you know, Trump going after Hunter Biden, and at different times people on the left saying, you don't go after someone's family. Oh my God, Please. In the context of everything, yeah. it's like, come on, really? Because mm-hmm. from the get-go, it was all about how this benefited Joe. You know, Miranda Devine with the New York Post was all over that from the beginning. But the left media played it the way they played it. Uh, but there was a funny clip that Trump had, and this is, what, maybe a couple years old now. Could be older than that.
6: Joe Biden was in charge of Ukraine policy while his son... With absolutely no energy experience, just got thrown out of the Navy like a dog, was paid massive sums of money by a Ukrainian energy company. You know what that's called? It's called a payoff, folks. (laughs) While these charges are totally unsubstantiated, these are the fake newsers out there.
3: The way he delivers that.
6: And there was something else. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Like thrown out of the Navy like a dog. Is it? I, I didn't serve in the Navy, but I'm just wondering: Does the is the Navy particularly aggressive with tossing dogs off of ships? Um, I'm not sure. It's one of those things where you add like a dog to anything, anything right? I agree. Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much gives it that oomph. It's yeah, a, the USS Bad Dog. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he got fired like a dog. I mean, he he's used that numerous times, like a dog thing.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I saw this story. This is from Daily Wire, and you you might remember part of this story from earlier. There was a Christian school in Vermont that just quit. Said we're not going to play this game, basketball game, over a trans-identifying male player. They're now suing the state of Vermont because they got booted out, basically, to compete against other schools. Oh, because they said we're not we're not even going to take the floor. And I was just thinking about. The story you had yesterday with the swimmer scott saying yep. more people need to say we're not going to do we're this not we're not even going to compete right. and that's what this team did um and then they were booted but this christian school mid vermont christian school in hartford they filed this federal lawsuit against the state alleging that the vermont agency of education committed religious discrimination when it refused to designate the school as an approved independent school all after they said, we're not taking the floor. So they say in the suit that the school and its students are being irreparably harmed by being denied participation in the town tuitioning and dual enrollment programs and middle school and high school athletics. Civil rights action seeks to protect the Christian school and its students from parents from unconstitutional religious discrimination and hostility. Um and they forfeited that basketball game saying the opposing team jeopardized the fairness of the game and the safety of our players. You think they stretched it too far there with the lawsuit or that's a good thing
3: to do? No, oh, I, I d- think you
4: I think no, I think you should. Yeah. You, you, too.
3: you have to start fighting cases in court.
2: Yeah, you have to. Because they have rights too. Well, sure. Yes. I mean you've seen in several different sports where it's an unfair advantage women can actually get hurt, you know?
4: Yeah, and we've taken the trance thing to mean you don't have to have the surgery. You just have to identify as. Yes. I mean, you can still have all the wedding tackle, as David would say.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. It can completely be. You just intact- identify. You just are,
2: yeah. Yeah. So we'll be keeping an eye on that one. All right, it's uh, that time of the show. All righty. What? Nothing. I just wanted to... <laughs> I just heard you go,
4: All right. righty. All righty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I got to slip in wedding tackle. I haven't been able to do that yet, and I'm, wow. I'm glad I could
2: Congratulations. Uh, David, that's, that's
4: an of the unfortunate show.
3: way to put it. You haven't had a chance know, to slip I gotta, in.
4: I know, but I got to put in I royalty
2: to David. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this segment is called What's Your Story? We go around the table, and it uh, may not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. It's hell being the host of this freaking show. I know.
3: Today, David, what's your story? Uh, a woman in California, about 30 miles north of San Francisco, got busted uh, while the cops uh, were on the lookout for a stolen car in this area, uh, Benicia. And, uh, well, they found her. And what she had tried to do was, uh, in order to evade arrest, was on the stolen car, she put her own license plate on it. And by her own, <laughs> I mean her own handmade license plate on it (laughs) it it was on a piece of printer paper yeah it was scrolled out like with a with a permanent marker just here's here's the lettering here's the numbering here you go the cops are like okay we 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 know that's not a real license plate we're not complete idiots over here that is hilarious to make matters worse she also has a fake registration sticker that she hand wrote and it's out of date. It, was, it expired January 2023. <laughs> Didn't even get the registration date right.
2: That's a great story. I like that. It's good. You know what? Just a quick side note. And, David, I don't think your generation still did this. You know, with the handwritten stuff or marker because when I was a kid, you couldn't make your own like favorite sports team jersey, so you'd make your own yeah. or concert shirt, and then the the marker would then bleed when you would sweat and get all over your skin. Did you
3: guys still do that when you were coming up? Not, not. Well, uh, yeah, with some bands. My brother and I did that just as a joke one summer. We had a little band that we went to open mic nights with. It was just a two-piece band. Uh, we yeah. called ourselves Queen of the Stone Temple Pilots. and we had handmade shirts there you go and i'd wear that
1: yeah the handmade
2: shirts that's great all right for what's your story scott what do you got today well hunter biden back in the news again
4: today sort of kind of anyway uh so you're telling me the great aunt of the youngest american hostage the little girl who was released by now the only american by the way that's been released the Mm -hmm. first and only uh her great great aunt is a buyer of hunter biden's art who, yes. is, who is then appointed by Joe Biden to the U.S. Commission for Preservation of American Heritage Abroad. Meanwhile, the Biden administration knows we don't know exactly how many Americans Hamas still has. We think nine. We don't know their condition or anything. So this just reeks of more nonsense from the Biden administration.
2: What are the chances that there's a connection to yeah. Hunter Biden's art and someone that
3: bought it and the hostage and being who released? who gets released and who right. doesn't? Yes. I mean... When it comes to this administration, thank God, at least that little girl had some connections. I I don't I don't
4: disagree with that. I I think it's great that it happened. But we've certainly forgotten about the rest of them that are there that are Americans.
2: It seems to be so. I mean,
4: that's the only one that's been released. There's been other hostages released. Mm -hmm. But none of them American except the little girl whose great great aunt bought the art from Hunter Biden and was appointed by the president to some sort of bogus position of some kind
2: yes yeah uh for my story today for what's your story you know it's giving tuesday i heard that and it's a good day to give because some places some charities they will match whatever you give somebody else is going to match that and it doubles up and it's a good thing right so i happened to see this piece um usa today had it some others they were talking to different goodwills asking um what do people donate and through you know all the research being done they compiled some of the craziest things that people have donated which i thought was worth bringing up somebody donated a guillotine what a yeah. yes yes sold for 30 bucks <laughs> it's a great deal i alice, mean I'm... alice cooper's road crew bought it <laughs> <laughs> for the show yeah for the show yeah um someone donated bags of groceries, although they thought that was a mistake. Um, Someone else just donated a rock. It was just this normal rock. Goodwill put an $11 tag on it, and somebody bought it. Must have been a good rock. I don't know. Yeah. Reminds me of the 70s pet rock. Pet rock Uh thing, yeah. Um, Someone donated a Louis Vuitton
3: purse that had human teeth inside. Wow, that Holy went from smokes. really ex- like a really exciting Goodwill find to yeah. a really disturbing one, didn't it?
4: In Absolutely. Well, whoever donated it has been looking all over their house for them.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. Oh, this is also strange. Someone donated to Goodwill a basket of taxidermy kittens. Oh, see. I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, it shouldn't be. Some people, they do that with their pets. I, I don't understand it. I, listen, man, I don't that's, know. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying I've heard of it before. Okay. Somebody needs to track down who that is. Is that bad if it was like a, just a grieving person that wanted their, I don't know. No, it's sick. Okay. Um, someone else donated underwear for squirrels. I've never heard of that before. Um, a glow in the dark Ouija board. Yeah. Hey, remember that time you got one of those? Yeah, I do. <laughs>
4: Oh, boy. The things that I've done.
2: <laughs> well, you made it right. I did. You didn't think it was a big deal, and then everybody's like, what are you doing?
4: I took it away then.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other was just someone donated a coffin. Who does that? Well, it can come in handy. Well, they didn't need it
3: anymore, I guess.
4: Yeah. I mean, they probably bought it and you know decided, I don't like that one, and moved on. Really? Well, I mean, if you can get a coffin for cheap, I mean, hey okay stash it away you, yeah, it you know just, you're gonna need it, it
3: someday odd. it was actually owned by the person who left their teeth in that bag <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the kittens that's you know. the, that's the weirdest man the, the uh the taxidermy
2: kittens and the purse with human teeth inside hey. people are nuts man i don't know what else to say about that hey did you see the cop in new york that got beat by the students we got to get to that story and much more coming up right here
9: Hi. What brings you to the clinic today?
10: Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever.
9: Oh, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh,
10: gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to
9: use. Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at Exergen.com. Thanks to Total
1: Wine, you saved more On all the gifts for the ones you adore Wines and beers all nestled on shelves Got some advice from our helpful elves Oh, so, so many gifts to explore When you go, go to Total Wine and More Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa Price so amazingly low, low, low low.
10: With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find Only at Total Wine and More Drink responsibly, B-21
9: the holidays are here. Go to OmahaStakes.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, get an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that'll be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. That's OmahaStakes.com. promo code QUALITY at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's Original Butcher.
2: All right. The Martin Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. This is crazy video if you haven't seen it. Um, there was a cop at that New York school, Hillcrest High School in Queens. Well, first of all, they made national news last week because they had the extremists in the school that forced the pro-Israel Jewish teacher to lock herself yeah. in her office. They're rampaging through the halls searching for her, and the NYPD was forced to send dozens of officers there, including its counterterrorism bureau, to quell the uprising, as the story said. Same school, and this incident actually happened before that. It's just coming to light now because someone exposed the video to a councilwoman there, Vicky Palladino, who is a Republican. And so she shared the video on X and said, who knows what else they're hiding, but it's this group of kids kind of mouthing off to the security person, the cop in the school, and then one takes a punch at him, blindsided, and then a group just all come in and just start pounding on him. God. It, it's crazy. Um, now, the NYPD says, okay, uh, this is not going to be tolerated. Mm-hmm. They always say that, you know. Uh, the individuals responsible for assaulting the agents were taken into custody and charged, according to uh, our procedures. And then if further information is needed, you contact us here, sort of thing. And you see this, and it is this world that you almost don't recognize. Like, where is that permitted? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure this was happening before the Summer of Love in 2020, but everything seems to be accelerated. Yeah. And it will never happen. But in my mind, I would love for officials all around the United States saying, listen, this has gotten out of hand. Starting January 1, 2024, we're not doing this anymore. You're a part of this. It's a year in juvie and a public caning. And that's the way we're going to go starting January 1. Just know
3: it's coming. We're not doing this anymore. It won't happen. But anyway, David. Oh, I'm, I'm just in favor of a work release program for those officers in Memphis who killed Tyree Nichols. You're saying, you put some of those dudes in, in problem areas, those problems get solved real quick. Oh, buddy. Yeah.
2: The, you just can't tolerate this sort no. of thing. It, it's nuts. Not,
4: but when the criminals win more times than not, right. yes. when there's no consequence to bad behavior, this is what you get and this is the whole design yeah,
2: I mean, from having right. all of these DA's in all exactly. these different places it kills morale through the whole country
4: I was watching this thing on TV last night these people are taking cars stolen cars uh-huh. ramming them into storefronts jumping out grabbing whatever leaving the car cuz mm-hmm. it's stolen anyway mm-hmm. and just taking off and these businesses are like okay what are we going to do about this besides you know putting barriers like a prison up around wow. your business I mean it's crazy they're backing in at 50 miles an hour crashing through to then steal stuff five guys jump out and they just start grabbing shoes a lot of more shoes okay or jewelry of some kind and could you see the pain in their faces as well, they were I I it? did I saw it and that's why I I'm, I'm you know I I'm, I'm less than upset about it because after all they probably deserve it the shoes? They've been living under supremacy yeah. for so long <laughs> yeah. that, you know, this is the only way they can get ahead crazy, is to sell man. shoes on the black market. It's just crazy. No, it's nuts. I mean, and, and they like, well, why don't you just trace the car? Well, you can't because it's
2: stolen. It. Yes. Unbelievable. But, David, you had a completely different story. What oh, was yeah. that?
3: Well, this British guy named Colin Blake had a real bad time during a trip for his wedding anniversary. He was on a cruise to uh, France, and he woke up, found one of his big toes was purple and swollen. Yeah. Went to the doctor. Well, someone, a spider had laid eggs in his toe. They thought oh, they, no. Gosh. oh no, they hey. thought they got all of the uh, spiders out. No. Well, about a month later, he finds out that one of the baby spiders has hatched, and it was eating its way out of his toe. Oh, oh
2: no, man! God. They got I'm it itching. <laughs> yeah. No, oh,
3: thanks for that.
2: You think you're
0: having a bad day? No. This no. is the Markley Van Camp and Robin no. Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins.
1: We just become best friends. Yep.
0: Making sense of it all. How oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show.
2: The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Hamas holds everyone hostage. It was a headline wall Street Journal opinion piece, and you know we were talking about you have this uneasy feeling, even when you see hostages reunited with their family, and that 's a good feeling for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it 's still such a dark and terrible story what they 've gone through. so many of these people you saw their relatives or friends murdered in front of them, and in the piece, it talks about the civilized world is rejoicing at the release of hostages. Uh, But the relief shouldn't blind us to the way the jihadists are manipulating human sentiment to achieve their terrorist aims. You know, by using the hostages to play on the Western respect for human life, Hamas knows its strategy is dividing Israeli opinion between those who prioritize the release of the hostages and those who want Hamas defeated so it could never, well, slaughter 1,200 people again. Like, okay this pause okay that's fine but we got to get back to eliminating hamas and as it says and see if you agree with this hamas is also manipulating the world including the biden administration because he said you know the other day he hopes the initial four-day military truce can be extended so more hostages will be released as they said and it's true hamas is not going to release all the hostages because that that is the leverage that they have right Um, Scott can you go tell them we've got insanity going on in the headphones we do (laughs) (laughs) I'm not quite sure what that is anyway as the peace goes on and you got to believe this every day the truce lasts the more time the jihadists have to regroup slip out of Gaza rearm or plan more ambushes against
3: Israelis And the odds increase. Well, one of the delay tactics that they used was the 10-month-old baby that was there transferred this 10-month-old and uh, sibling uh, to a different terrorist organization in order to sort of draw things out. Wow. You guys carry on. I'll be back. (laughs) All right. We're about to hear uh, uh, Dad get upset with somebody at the uh, Thanksgiving dinner table. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's a good way of putting it. Jamie was uh, bringing up the Wall Street Journal saying uh, that Hamas is holding everybody hostage. And it is, I mean, it is true because like what was laid out in that piece, you know, Israel is basically waiting to go full on against Hamas as long as those uh, just waiting for those hostages to come back or be released. Right. And you hear some of the stories of these hostages, Uh, one of them, a, a relative of a little boy who was held there and released for 16 days, was in solitary confinement. Oh, my goodness. By himself. And in a dark room, he had broken bones, he had been beaten, he had watched members of his family be killed. And then, I don't know why this... The, well, I know why, because it's horrific. It's all horrific, but this ramps it up even more. Apparently, he was forced, this little kid, yeah. was forced to yeah. watch the video footage of the October 7th attacks, watching yeah. more people be murdered. And That's beyond evil. When, also, when you hear, you know, well, Hamas doesn't represent all Palestinians, I'm sure there's an element of truth to that. Yeah. However... When yeah. you see the video of, of Palestinians pounding on the doors of the vans that are bringing hostages out and just one last little terrorizing moment until they're free, they want mm-hmm. that uh, to happen. It's hard for me to wrap my head around this idea that every single person living in Gaza uh, isn't pro-Hamas. Oh, there's a lot that are. There's
2: no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, as far as uh, the people that have been jailed in Israel that were released, I mean, it's like a hero's welcome. And it's the Hamas flags and everything else, and it's celebrating Hamas. It is what it is. And, I mean, in this whole two-state solution, again, it's not like all of a sudden Hamas has decided, you know what... (laughs) We've learned a lesson here. I think we could do this two-state thing. I think we could get along now. That that never happens. But as far as our media is concerned, they're never going to tell that side of the story. They just don't want to do it. Yeah, it's I read I read that
4: same piece today too, David. And the saddest part was sitting these children down in these dark rooms and playing over and over on a loop.
5: Unbelievable.
2: Unbelievable.
4: What 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 they did. On eleven seven, and there are ten seven. It's like oh, this is unbelievable, man.
2: Yeah, that's. I mean, this,
4: this is like th- when you hear about captured wartime prisoners. This is the same type of stuff. Only you're
2: doing it with children. Beyond. God. Yeah. It's man. Beyond. All right, switching gears. This isn't a happy story. We actually, David, I know you have a story that I think is funny coming up in a few. I'm yeah. looking forward to getting to it. But before we get there.
3: Do you think this is going to be another pandemic election? Well, I I, I keep wondering this because here we go again. We're in the fall yeah. before another election. And all of a sudden we're seeing more and more reports of a mysterious respiratory virus, overwhelming hospitals in China. And then we're hearing, well, it's in the U.K. now. And then uh, Fox 5 D.C. says, oh, yeah, by the way, a lot of people showing up with this mysterious respiratory virus uh in hospitals in our nation's capital okay and i i'm just sitting there going man i don't care if you believe the lab leak or the wet market let's call for a total shutdown on all things china for the time being come on at least until they oh yeah
2: well stop we'll just aching. replay it all again right. that, well that's xenophobic
3: <clears throat> right unless uh until they learned, uh, I don't know, I guess if you're not a fan of the lab leak theory, I would say let's like shut it down until they stop creating super viruses. But I guess yeah. I'm told by the left, the non-racist version of that is until they stop eating pangolins and bats. <laughs> let's... I'll never get over that, by the way, when when people yeah. are trying to say that the yeah. lab leak theory was racist. It's like, wait a minute, hold yeah. on a second it's it's racist to say that a sophisticated research institution had a little whoopsie and this super virus got out. Right. It's not racist to say that Chinese people eat bats. Correct. That boggles yes, my mind. But anyway. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so you've got this and and this is particularly worrisome because it does seem to have uh whatever it is, they, you know, we don't have any evidence of a new virus or anything else yet, but uh, people are very concerned. Uh, medical professionals are very concerned about this, especially because it does seem to be harder on children. And so that is. Is it a, killing people? Uh, as of right now, it doesn't look like it. But again, it seems the hotspot is in China, and China's denying that they have a problem at all. Okay. So here so we you're go. We're never again. quite sure. All right.
2: Gosh dang it. <laughs> keep an eye on that i well, know I, I i'm gonna switch off of it <laughs> you're already freaked out enough I, yeah, tell you, I I, I, there's another story we'll get to real quick and that is y- you predicted this ha- would happen it's happening so with the whole illegal immigrant issue in all these different cities one that got a little bit more attention this year was chicago because you know like a lot of places winters in chicago are freaking cold oh yeah And, I mean, it was all over the news shows this morning. Oh, it's cold temperatures all across the United States. I see this piece out of the Chicago Sun-Times. Not exactly conservative. And they are ripping the mayor and his administration for uh, not being transparent. Because they're supposed to be building this, you know, huge tent park where it's winterized and they're going to be warm enough, these tents, in Brighton Park an 11-acre uh, parcel to accept all these winterized units and house up to 2,000 migrants? Well, there's a question about the environmental cleanliness of the site. What's that about? Well, under the $29 million contract, the security firm Gardaworld is building the tent village on this land once owned by a railroad company. The parcel was once home to a zinc smelting operation Process that can potentially put heavy metals, sodium oxide, zinc dust, and other harmful materials into the soil. So the city said it is remediating the contamination, and a city spokesperson says environmental mitigation can continue while work on the camp progresses. But to be are like, wait a second, this isn't safe to put these tens here. Right. Can't be doing that. And all of the Brandon Johnson, he's the mayor, that administration saying, listen, we're going to get you the full report later. Trust us on this, okay? It's going to be fine. And so you got the Sun-Times and different officials saying, no, you need to be more transparent. It seems like you're not telling us. And the headline part of the story was the city's tactics seem like another page out of this administration's handbook, stonewalling the public and elected officials while saying as little as possible. They'll build the damn
4: thing and then declare it unsafe. Right. This is how it works. Oh, yeah. Well, then And that gonna... stupid city with the stupid people running it. <laughs> this is exactly how it's going to work.
3: We'll find They're going to spend
4: 400000 know, $400, $500,000 on erecting this thing and then go, well, you know, well, who knew? It's unsafe. We can't use it. And it just becomes this thing.
2: Yes. Well, it's funny, too, because you said I use the right terminology if you're writing at the Sun-Times to say... Colder temperatures are here, making things even less tenable for the asylum seekers. Yeah. Camped outside police stations and O'Hare Airport. It's important to get things moving in Brighton Park.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> no,
2: again. Well, The story last week was you have people that are here illegally saying, you know, screw this. I'm going back to Venezuela. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not making that no, up. It's
4: all, all good during the summer, but
2: hell no, I don't Ooh. want any part of this. No. Yeah.
3: Uh, David, your story, we had to get to here, what is the story with this guy? Okay, this is just to lighten the mood. I know there's a lot of heavy news uh, Mm -hmm. in the news cycle right now, obviously. But this is a guy's story about a first date that has gone viral online. A guy named Zakir Siddiqui. He describes himself online as a viral Indian man on TikTok with a black belt in first dates. So as the story goes, you can probably guess how this uh, transpired. He meets a girl on a dating app. They share some messages, and then he goes to meet Mm -hmm. her at a restaurant. Okay. And then we'll pick up his story in his own words here. Okay.
6: And I see two people that are sitting at our table. And she's like, oh, this is my mom and my dad. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm like, hello. (laughs) Hello. How are you doing? I was not prepared for this moment in life. <laughs> so Priyanka's dad is sitting across from me at the table. He says... Hold on
2: a second, man. I'm trying to put myself in that guy's shoes. Yeah. First, and then the parents are there. Holy
6: smokes. first date. Man. So I see that you're interested in my daughter. <laughs> what do you do for work? And right as I'm about to say my profession, he goes... Are you a doctor? And I said... No. He said, are you a lawyer? I said, no. no. He said, can you call your parents to come join us? <laughs> I said, <laughs> what? So then he said, okay, our time here is done. Priyanka, <laughs> let's go. And Priyanka gets up. Her mom gets up. The dad gets up. And they all walk are walking out of the restaurant. I was like, wow. What just happened? So... <sighs> <laughs>
3: yes that was needed today david
6: That's
5: oh, hilarious, man
3: <laughs> getting the third degree from pops and you didn't even know you're gonna meet him yeah, right exactly <laughs> first date yeah i hear stories like that or just
2: see people on apps different things now i'm just glad i'm not there man just glad i'm not wow <laughs> to deal with anything like that wow by the way i think i might tell my daughter hey You're going to go on a first date. How about your mom and I? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's never happening. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Disney has acknowledged something. Get to that story in the news update straight
9: ahead right here.
8: Hey guys, listen up. Did you know that by the time you reach middle age, 50% of men are experiencing symptoms of an enlarged prostate? These can be disruptive to sleep, energy, focus, and your social life. Having problems in the bedroom because of an enlarged prostate, Prostate HX can help. A combination of powerful nutrients that have been shown to improve the health of the prostate. If you want less trips to the bathroom, a more restful night's sleep, better energy, and hormonal support, Prostate HX is the answer. For this risk-free offer and free shipping call 800-671-9900 that's 800-671-9900 or go to prostatehx.com for prostate hx today take advantage of this limited time risk-free offer and free shipping by calling 800-671-9900 for prostate hx or go to prostatehx.com that's prostatehx.com these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease
9: I've been taking Nutrifol for about a year.
6: I've been taking Nutrifol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning.
8: It just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress.
2: I like Nutrifol because it's drug free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement.
10: My hair feels thicker,
7: stronger. The breakage is less.
10: Nutrifol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have.
7: Join the 1 million people growing at Nutrifol.com. That's N U T R A F O L.com.
2: All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van
3: Camp, Scott Robbins. So Disney's learned something, David? Uh, yeah, in a new corporate disclosure, Disney acknowledges that the political and social agenda that they've been shoving down people's throats constantly, nonstop, and then screaming about it whenever anybody objects to it, is actually costing the company and its shareholders. Um, In its annual SEC report, Disney acknowledges that, quote, we face risks relating to misalignment with public and consumer tastes and preferences for entertainment, travel, and consumer products. Uh, They say the success of our business depends on our ability to consistently create compelling content and that generally our revenues and profitability are adversely impacted when our entertainment offerings and products, as well as our methods to make our offerings and products available to consumers, do not achieve sufficient <laughs> consumer acceptance.
5: <laughs> uh,
3: so, in other words.
2: <laughs> some good corporate speak
3: there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Basically, all right, we're 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 done letting the, the kids run the show here.
2: Right? Yes.
3: You have to be.
2: Yeah. Well. And you were trying to somehow buy into it, thinking that, well, they know the way. They don't. Yeah.
4: Well, their movie end used to kind of bail them out of a lot of things. But, man, it's sucked recently. It's tanked everywhere. Well, the, a lot of their movies
3: have sucked. That's what I mean. They're, They're trying to not, put uh, that same exactly right. BS in there. Yeah, you mean, and nobody wants it. I, I, know. I heard I had this conversation over the uh, holiday break, over the Thanksgiving week break, and with somebody who said you know the thing is is if they want to do some of the woke stuff if they want to do the you know oh we have a gay lead actor or whatever that's fine the problem is is that that turned into 100 percent of the product yes and that does not appeal to most people and it's not about bigotry or homophobia or anything it's like it's more just people saying i get it just make a good movie that's it
2: I think you're right on that. You know, I don't know if you happen to see this story. It's not even really a story, although NBC Chicago and some other affiliates picked it up. It's this lady that worked at a Walmart for 10 years, and it's her last day, and she posts on social media. She's broken up about it. People are piling on her. You know, the job meant something to her. I know for a lot of people, they make fun of such a thing. But you tell me if you think this was too overdone. So
0: today was the end of an era for me. It's a happy sad because I'm going to be going to a better job. Those
5: people became like family. I've been through a lot with them. They watched my back. I watched theirs. They helped me out. I helped them out. We even went through a pandemic together. It just hurts, but it's a happy sad
0: because where I'm going, I'm going to be better off where I'm at.
2: Why are you making fun, Scott?
4: I'm not not just trying to sort this out in my head. What's the deal,
2: man? She's just sad about leaving a job. I know, but do you have to do that? (laughs) This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Well, I mean, is it required (laughs) to voice it to the world that you're weeping about leaving Walmart? I suppose if you're posting it on your social media, it means something to you and you're just sharing that it's a happy... Maybe if you're
3: Sam Walton, you feel that way, but... I don't know. Everybody's got their thing. And if she likes the customer service thing and she's made her friends and... Went through all the craziness of the pandemic, of like, you know, the six feet, or trying know. to tell I, well, people they got to wear a mask, all of that stuff. That's a bonding I, I understand.
4: I understand. But doing a video where you're weeping and you put it out to the world? <laughs> I mean,
2: I don't know, man. I just thought the pylon on was a little much. But I could be wrong. By the way, have you seen the stats as far as the polling right now with Trump and Biden? There are a few new numbers that are really unbelievable. We'll get to that much more coming up. Markley Van Camp and Roberts show. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial. The sexy Boomer, Scott Roberts. So I saw this piece today, real clear politics. You know, they do all the polling averages, take all the polls and average them together. Yes. And said in the piece that there's this strange disjunction in the discourse about the 2024 elections. When people hear, you know, Trump could win, a lot of times you'll hear, "Well, of course he can." Only a fool would believe the contrary, right? Yeah. But at the same time, whenever polling emerges that shows Trump is performing well in 2024, you see all these panicked articles or people on talking head shows panicked. Oh, yeah. Or social media posts, all that sort of stuff. Like, well, hold on a second. But what they're saying is, you know, a lot of times it's internalized people on the left that write, for a lot of these publications or that are in mainstream legacy media, they truly believe they won't elect Trump. This country won't do that after everything that's happened. And, you know, with all of the lawsuits, all the trouble, January 6th, America's not going to elect this guy. That's what they think they, you know, truly believe in the end. But when you look at the polling, and this is what I found to be interesting because – how many times have we been proven polls are wrong, right? Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. That, And again, you're talking electoral college, you're not talking about popular vote. Right. Um, but it says, that's true, but this makes Trump's current position in the polls all the more striking. Uh, after all, Trump has consistently outperformed his polling and his electoral college positioning has consistently been stronger than his national positioning. And you look right now, like, state-level polling. 2016, Trump never led in a poll in Wisconsin. He was never within more than three points of Clinton there. He led in a single poll in Michigan and a single poll in Pennsylvania. He led in North Carolina, or his lead there never exceeded two points in the real clear averages. And in Florida, his largest lead was 1.2 points. And they go deep into the weeds with comparing this to Romney, you know, other Republicans over time. And all of a sudden, Trump is polling right now stronger in, in some of these states than any Republican since 2004. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? It's wild. It is. Pennsylvania, he leads for the first time ever. Narrowly trails Biden in Wisconsin. Uh, Florida Trump has led or tied in every poll, including some double-digit leads. Again, he was getting beat in these polls before. Uh, Arizona, he leads by five. Georgia, he leads by six. Ohio, leads by ten. Wow. People are not happy with where the country is right now, that's for Mm -hmm. sure. So I just find that to be pretty interesting, because we all look at polls all the time. Did you know that it was that favorable for Trump? Yeah, I mean, you
3: when, no, like in those why, terms? well,
4: I didn't, I guess.
3: Well, I mean, I brought this up before when you're talking about a lot of the states that you wound up losing in 2020. There was no blowout. You know, it was like 5,000 votes in some places yes. and or between five and 10,000 votes. So it, whatever happens, if it's Trump and Biden again next year, it's going to be close. Um, If it's DeSantis and Biden, it's going to be close. If it's Trump and uh, 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 hair gel, Gavin Newsom, it's going to be close. Yeah, but Um, if it's me against Biden, it's going to be close. Right.
4: Well, that that speaks to
3: another thing. I don't know if we'll ever have a real, like, blowout election ever again.
4: (laughs) No, I I, I, uh, 100% agree with you there. Not in the current climate, unless things really change. I don't see that happening. But, no, I, I don't think there's going to be one, you know like a nixon landslide you know or reagan or you know, a reagan landslide i don't think we're going to see that no yeah i was just thinking man nixon wow you're really going old school well when he ran against mcgovern i mean you know yes mcgovern won his home state that was it
2: um scott's the boomer in case you didn't catch yeah that well of i didn't
4: ago. vote in that election but i certainly <laughs> recall it
2: i mean yes not um, trying to be
4: ageist here. Come no, on. No, no, no. I was in like seventh grade or something. But I have no recollection of that at all. We t- I remember taking a poll. And, you know, I, again, I came from a, you know, union, blue-collar, right. vote for Democrat household. And I was disgruntled because everybody was telling me McGovern was going to get shellacked. And I'm like, no, he's not. My dad said he wouldn't. And he mm-hmm. did. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So keep an eye on that.
3: Meanwhile, uh, the United Nations is going to give the United States a message? Uh, Yeah, the UN's Food and Agriculture uh, Organization is apparently going to be publishing its Global Food Systems Roadmap uh, during the upcoming Climate Summit in Dubai, which will kick off uh, this week on Thursday and extend nearly two weeks until mid-December. And so they've got this first-of-its-kind document that's going to recommend what people grow, what people eat, and they're going to tell the United States, hey, listen, you got to cut out with all that meat, mister, okay? Okay. Uh- we're
2: not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Thank you, yeah, Mike no. Pence's finest moment for a no, lot of not. people.
3: Well, one of the guys leading this uh, uh, this particular agency, by the way, is a Chinese Communist Party official. So, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. Cut America's Meat, okay. Now, when, when that story came out, immediately what came to mind for me was an old Chappelle show sketch. And the, the oh. bit was, and this was during the Bush administration, the bit was, how would a black version of George W. Bush handle different things that were happening around the world? And there was one message to the U.N. <laughs> that I wish a politician or a president... Would actually just give to the United Nations whatever they say America needs to do something. Okay.
0: You win, you have a problem with that? You know what you should do? You should sanction me. Sanction me with your army. Oh, wait a minute. You don't have an army. <laughs> I guess that means you need to shut the <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> I, no army, I would shut the up. Shut the <laughs> up. <That's what>
5: yes.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Dave. There you go so true man you don't have it yeah sanction me
3: oh really
2: <laughs> well, more? i mean especially with everything that's happened with israel and hamas and the united nations it, it it's absolutely a case of <laughs> shut up yeah well, oh yeah i agree
3: iran's on your board why are we messing with this why are we doing this why are yeah. we funding it it was days after the october 7th attacks and there was a, one of the committees uh, in the U.N. did a moment of silent, uh, silence for Palestinians. Yep.
2: Yes. Up Shut <laughs> up. <Yeah>. Right. Yes. <laughs> Take that, United Nations. Oh, that's hilarious. That's very funny. Okay. Oh, you know, I think we have time to get to this right now. If you want to go something on a lighter note like that wasn't light enough. Um, they do this every year. The most sinful cities in America. Wallet oh. Hub puts it together. Wow, it's Vegas. Well, yeah, <laughs> easy winner there. Our friends in Vegas are like, "Hey, whatever." Well, oh, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever is part big, of tourism, man. I mean, they they built
4: themselves around what happens in Vegas. Stays in Vegas.
2: But when they break it down by the dead, the deadly sins, the seven deadly sins. Yeah, it's different cities. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if you have you either one seen this yet? I've not. No. I I don't think you're gonna guess the actual city for a lot of these. Maybe you would. Um Wrath. How they base that? Violent crimes and shootings. Mm. Oh. Pick one, Chicago. It's not. Birmingham, Alabama. Really? Yes. I don't think I knew that. You do now? Yeah. Jealousy, based on things like fraud and identity theft. Memphis. Okay. Hmm. You're right.
4: I would never have guessed that.
2: Gluttony, based on things like obesity rates, binge drinking rates, drug use. Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. All this is surprising.
4: Yeah, because they're not big, big cities. I mean, not... But per
2: capita. Yeah, okay. Greed, based on things like casinos, lower charity numbers. God, where Wall Street is in New York. Right. I'll go with New York. It's not New York it's not vegas just outside of vegas it's henderson henderson Henderson, nevada yes Uh then you have lust (laughs) talking porn searches strip clubs per capita it's
3: got to be a cold weather city no
2: wrong
3: again no one what is it it's it's my hometown of houston isn't it yes it is Really, there's a lot of strip clubs in houston yeah a lot of porn searches going on too a lot of porn shops in houston yes there you go.
2: Then you have vanity based on things like plastic surgery, tanning salons, stuff like that. Somebody will guess this. L.A. One. Yes, it is. And then sloth. Sloth. Things like poor exercise rates, low average work hours. Top city, Lewiston, Maine. So overall, the runner-up to Vegas for most sinful city in America this year, your hometown, David, yeah. Houston. Yeah, well, we're keeping it real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> philly is third very sad for philly fans then it goes la atlanta denver dallas phoenix uh, miami and then cleveland i can't
4: believe chicago's not on there anymore. least sinful any
2: guess? um
4: uh, salt lake city no oh
2: a lot of people would guess that i think yeah pearl city hawaii never heard of it yeah then there's fremont california bridgeport connecticut madison wisconsin I don't know about Which that. is surprising yeah. if you yeah. ever hung out in Madison. Yeah. Not that Madison's
3: bad, I'm not saying. Well, no, I, well, a lot of people, that, that's like usually the drinking capital of the United States, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wisconsin, being our friends in Wisconsin, no. And we spent
2: plenty of time in Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, responsibly, of course. <laughs> well, we of course. liked our liquor, too, when we were there. Um, yeah, I think that would be a surprise to people. And then Port St. Lucie, Florida. I mean, usually when we're doing Nimrods in the news, you're pulling a lot of times from Florida, maybe Wisconsin. That's the top two states for Nimrods. But not going to lie or uh, not going to argue with Wallet Hub. That's what they say. So Madison really surprises me. Though. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. It, it's, it's that is time very, of year very liberal. where we're you know getting to like the year end list and sort of that stuff. It's kind of fun. Okay, something else to get to. Well,. Speaking of Florida, did you hear Amazon looking to expand, leaving Seattle for Miami? Why would that be? Get to that at a news update next.
9: I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year.
6: I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years.
9: My hair was thinning.
8: I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress.
9: I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair supplement.
8: My hair feels thicker.
9: Stronger. The breakage is less.
10: Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have.
7: Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com.
9: Hi, what brings you to the clinic today?
7: Oh, the baby's
10: not feeling well. I think she might have a fever.
9: Ah, oh, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh,
10: gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to
9: use. Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. The holidays are here. Go to OmahaStakes.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, get an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. That's OmahaStakes.com. promo code QUALITY at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher.
2: Joe, jamie markley david van camp scott robbins you know how the left has just bashed florida time and time again oh yeah oh people are leaving that state they can't wait to get out what it doesn't show up in any numbers and then you see another story like this amazon looking to expand in florida you know jeff bezos is moving to miami yeah so 29 years in seattle And now they're searching for 50,000 square feet of office space in Miami.
4: Uh, I imagine the young wife got tired of it and wanted to move to Florida. Is she that much younger?
2: I don't know. I'm just assuming she is. I don't know.
4: Eh, A few years, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No big deal.
2: But it says in the story, is this from Axios? Um, Yeah, they're seeking office space. More than 400 Amazon corporate and tech employees Uh, work in the existing serviced office locations the company has in Miami, but the company's hunt for 15,000 square feet would make it the first base location in the city. They would not be the first. Microsoft leased a 50,000-square-foot office in the city for its new regional headquarters. And, you know, Citadel, which was in Chicago, they they left for Miami They actually, that CEO just came around and said, hey, we got to get out of here. The crime's crazy in Chicago. Oh, yeah. One employee had a gun to his head during a coffee run, and another was attacked by some random lunatic just trying to punch him in the head while he was waiting for a car. And it says in the story, analysis from Business Insider said, you know, cities in these red states are poised to become the economic powerhouses to challenge, you know, New York and San Francisco. Saying that Miami, Houston, Dallas, Nashville, all experiencing a huge surge in business. It's
3: flocking there. Wow. It's
2: easier to do business there.
3: Wait, I thought Florida was supposed to lose a bunch of companies because of Ron DeSantis' fight against Disney. Yeah, that's what we heard. That's mm-hmm. what that's what everybody was, like, talking about. Like, maybe Disney will actually move. Like, no, they, no they're no, they not. They're, Gee, they're not I would, move. would I
4: rather have a... <laughs> Would I rather have a governor at odds with Disney or a gun to my head? Right. (laughs) Well, (laughs) let's think.
3: Also, pretty low corporate tax rates. and Yeah, well, yeah, that too. That helps.
2: Oh, definitely.
3: You know, and then if you are looking to
2: get the, uh, as they always say, young upcoming professionals, the best of the best, where is it easier to recruit? Miami's not all bad. No. There's a lot to like there. I um, happen to see this on a lighter note. They do this from time to time, place like Ultimate Classic Rock. Say, so, are these the worst lyrics of all time? You're like, really? The absolute worst? And there are some from songs that you know that I didn't even know this was part of the lyric. Like they mentioned Roundabout from Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mountains come out uh, of the sky. Stand, they stand there. And they stand
4: there. Yeah. 24 before my love and I'll be there. <laughs> I actually know where that came from, though. Where did it come from? The bu- the tour bus, is in the Swiss Alps, and they're in the in the Alps, and they're driving, and the guys see these mountains just pop out of nowhere. Oh! And they're twenty four hours before they see the next gig. Twenty four before my love, and I'll be there. There you go. It's the story behind the wow. song, yeah, which is. you used yeah. to do, yeah. But that's that's true story. Okay. Yes. Um, it is a dumb lyric, but yeah.
2: And from "Don't Stop Believing" from Journey, and this is a pretty famous one. Born and raised in South Detroit. There is no South Detroit, right? No. Yeah. But it sounded good. It did. And that's why. Okay, yeah, just go with it. Who cares? And I don't think anyone's really cared. Of course, they mentioned Van Halen. Why can't this be love? Only time will tell if we stand the test that's of the time. <laughs>
3: Maybe true, but still. You
4: keep that in. Keep that in,
3: Sammy. <laughs> that, that, that really does sound like a, a fortune cookie where you think the writer of this, something got lost in the translation between it's Chinese like, and <laughs> English, didn't it? Well, you
2: scratch your head and you say, that's the most brilliant thing I've ever seen or the dumbest. Yeah. You're not quite sure. The other one, though, they mention as one of the worst lyrics in classic rock, foreigner, dirty white boy. I'm a loner, but I'm never alone. Right.
3: Deep man. What? Well, th- oh, that's you, true for a lot of people. Not, not supposed to be not deep for, though. I mean, it's foreigner. <laughs> Where's Lover yes. Boys working for the weekend? Yeah, you got to start from the start,
0: please. <laughs> 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 this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins.
1: We just become best friends. Yep.
0: Making sense of it all. How I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show.
2: The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van
3: Camp, Scott Robbins. Thank you so much for being here. I think we have fresh audio. Is this about the border? Uh, well, n- no. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, known affectionately on this show as the Dorcas, also one of the guys who should be impeached and or in jail right now yes. for what he's done with the border crisis and, and for the absolute chaos and death and destruction that he and the Biden administration at large have, well, unleashed on America. Criminal. did a wide-ranging interview with Axios and one of the things he talked about was how they're fighting disinformation and really this is nonsense this is nonsense
2: this is the left the new playbook everything is misinformation disinformation when you're talking about facts that goes against the administration it's crazy
0: the politicization of some of our core security responsibilities um, is extraordinarily worrisome.
2: Worrisome? How could it get worse? You've left the border wide open. What are you talking about?
0: When I speak of digital literacy, I speak of. Um, some very fundamental education uh, programs, and that requires a collective action. It is not exclusively within the province of the government, nor is it exclusively in the hands of local authorities. We've got to all be in this together. Okay. You haven't done your job,
2: and I know it was on purpose, but still you should be impeached and, yes, jailed. And the next time, because what do we do for another few weeks? He's going to show up in D.C. again and then not answer questions? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And that's where you get the highest setting on the dog collar. And every time he lies. (laughs) Let's try it again. Let me rephrase that. (laughs) What have you done? to secure the southern border since the last time we talked and do you have the numbers that you said you would get last time well i i don't have that that's what i want to (laughs) hear it better be televised that's all i got to say oh we could pay-per-view it we could help pay for the wall there you go man we'll each kick in 50 you know that oh yeah see that guy dog collared every time he lies or doesn't have the information he promised he would have Yes. Yeah, and we're the arbiters on whether he's lying or not. It's pretty easy to tell. That's a lie. <laughs> oh, I can't help it. I saw this quote earlier today. I'd heard it before. But, it, you know, with the whole administration, all these different policies, it's the great Thomas Sowell. And it just comes into my mind. The quote of the most fundamental fact about the ideas of the political left is that they don't work. Therefore, we should not be surprised to find the left concentrated in institutions where ideas do not have to work in order to survive. Right. Doesn't matter. And you think about the universities. Yep. And government.
4: Or the ideas you (laughs) espouse will never have an impact on you. Oh,
2: man. Period. It is. is, it's, It's so aggravating. Really is. Okay. Moving on, talking about disinformation, you have a story about Sports Illustrated,
9: Dude, This is kind of... But is this a,
3: goes beyond sports. Yeah, it's a crazy story. Um, and it, Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with sports so much as it has to do with uh, media and information and the information that you're accessing. The website Futurism has an interesting story about Sports Illustrated. They claim that Sports Illustrated has been using AI to write articles and have even fabricated the existence of reporters. So the article starts off talking about a reporter named Drew Ortiz had his a nice little bio uh, talking about how he likes his dogs, likes to camp, he's an outdoorsman. But outside of Sports Illustrated, Drew Ortiz doesn't seem to exist. He has no social media presence, no publishing history, and even more strangely, his profile photo on Sports Illustrated is also for sale on a website. That sells AI-generated headshots, where he's described as neutral, white, young adult male with short brown hair and blue eyes. You're joking. Uh, Wow. Then there's another person, Sora Tanaka. Uh, No online record of a writer by that name, but Tanaka's profile picture is also for sale on the same AI headshot marketplace. She's listed as joyful Asian young adult female with long brown hair and brown eyes. Now... The arena group, which owns Sports Illustrated, also owns a Wall Street site called The Street. One of the writers there is Domino Abrams, whose profile picture also found on the site that sells AI-generated headshots. Mm. There's also Denise McNamara, the information analyst that The Street boasted about. Her uh, extensive personal experience with electronics allows her to share her findings with others online. And once again, the headshot is listed on that same AI-generated headshot marketplace. Now, the company says, the company that owns them, the Arena Group, uh, says that the articles were actually product reviews placed by a third party, and that third party is called AdVon. So there were advertisements, which gets into another thing of how... It's going to be more and more difficult to understand what is news, what is real information, and what some chatbot is trying to sell you.
2: No doubt, man. Well, there's so many different reactions to that story. Yeah. I mean, it's scary. One is also, people still read Sports Illustrated? Right. Is it still a thing?
4: You know, that's a great question. I don't know. I haven't read a sports. Well, I- it used to be at the doctor's office, but I don't even think it's there anymore. Because you subscribed
2: for years, I did for years. I did when I was a kid. Well, two things: Rolling Stone, too. I mean, I, I did both. When did you stop reading? Because you get stuff online. Uh, I don't know. Sports Illustrated.
4: I don't know. Been many years ago. Yeah, long time.
2: And I know you know you're trying to get it paid for digitally, but there's so many other sports writers out there oh, and geez. so much competition.
4: I don't need one more subscription service for the rest of my life that is impossible to get out of.
2: Yeah. But then the whole AI thing. Because, yeah, what's real, what's not? Golly. You're not quite sure? No.
3: Yeah. It's kind of like network news. Well, yeah. The, yeah. the interesting thing it's here, though, quite sure. is the the street is was actually founded by uh, Jim Cramer. So now I know for a fact that Jim Cramer is not actually real, which He's makes not. it actually everything makes more sense in my world.
4: Yeah. Because he doesn't have to be right. He's
5: not real. Right.
3: He's AI-generated uh, blowhard. Yes. Pretty much. By the way, people are still talking
2: about Dolly Parton at the halftime show. Oh, well, yeah.
4: It's, I, I know. It's everywhere
2: still so i didn't see a whole lot i guess there were some people that were upset by it why i don't i don't even know if upset is the word sometimes there's faux controversy like a couple people make comments and then oh the trolls are out about dolly wearing a dallas cowboy cheerleaders outfit at halftime during the halftime show on sunday saying she should have acted her age and all of that you know i'm more upset with that (laughs) oh the yeah performance yeah I think you need to stick with the script, Scott. And, David, it's not even a script to you. It's your true heart feeling. She slayed.
3: She did. She looked great. I thought Um, she looked great. She sounded great. I mean, keep in mind, this lady right now is the same age that Joe Biden was when he first started running for president in 2019. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable.
4: That's why it's different things, right? You can't just disqualify because of age. Because you never know. You could be a 77-year-old Dolly Parton or a 77-year-old Joe Biden. Yeah, you're talking about
3: cognitively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you're talking about body. Well, I, I don't well, want to see Joe Biden in a Dallas Cowboys no. cheerleader. Sound no. Bad, personally.
2: No. I, well. no, and so I was looking. I was like, was this a big thing online where people were saying, I I saw some people comment, you know, listen, it looks like you're trying too hard. I get that. Yeah. In the end, I don't really care, no. and I don't want to say anything disparaging toward Dolly Parton because I think overall she's a good person. Yeah, uh, music's not my thing. It was no, fine. I'll give her credit Whatever. for writing a million and a half songs that sure. you know were huge hits. Yeah, you know, I mean, the people I was with on Thanksgiving were kind of like, all right, what's this sort of thing? It wasn't yeah. overwhelming, I was, I guess in support, but I mean, you're looking online, there are a lot of people defending her saying hey you're that age you can pull that off you go for it heck yeah um there was one female that said no she looks ridiculous and sounded awful yeah but for the most part it's like oh she looks great doing this i'd rather see her than anything else and then i'm thinking in the back of my head you remember when the chili peppers were part of a halftime show yeah. kidis was out there and that dude's in great shape but he didn't have a shirt on you're like put on a shirt old right. man <laughs> <laughs> okay whatever right but as far as the defense of Dolly Parton, I want you guys to know you're in good company. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women on The View uh, oh mm-hmm. are standing strong with you in the support, and Whoopi especially was not happy.
0: 77-year-old <laughs> superstar Dolly Parton stole the show on Thanksgiving yeah. at the Cowboys Commanders game, dressed as a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. But some critics told her to act her age. Bite me!
3: <laughs> but who? Why? Well, I- to your point, Jamie, I, I have not seen anybody real. I mean, I haven't looked for it because, like you, I don't really care that much what people on the internet say. No. But I, I don't. I didn't see this tidal wave of people saying, "Oh, she needs to act her age," and blah blah blah. There, most of it was she did great. Yeah. Well, one thing: if you're Dolly and you're going to wear that
2: outfit, you're wanting a reaction, right? That's why you wear no. it. So then you get it, yeah, and, and not, some people are not going to be as thrilled about it as others. Uh, it is what it is. If
5: I look like that in one of them cowboy things, I might have everything out.
2: That's your girl Sonny there, Scott. Mm. Well, you don't, and so no. please don't. Well, that is that whole thing, and it's the mixed message to me with media with the body positivity thing. Yeah, because you'll hear, oh, you should you should feel great in your body, mm. all beautiful. Uh, well, no, that's not the reaction that a lot of people get when they wear less clothing.
5: Mm -hmm. You
2: know, like if, was it Christy Brinkley? It seems like every few years we'll do a swimsuit shoot and she's 60 and and it will be on Good Morning America or wherever. She looks incredible. They don't do that with the model that gained 25 pounds over the last 20 years. Remember what they did with Martha
4: Stewart when she put the swimsuit on? What did they do? They loved her.
2: Well, maybe there is a point to that, though. I mean, she's older than that, I think she's 80. So you have to wear less clothes, though, to get the reaction. Right. Well, yeah. Is that what we've learned?
0: Well, we're sexist. I guess. Is that Can what I, it is? Yes. What's wrong with being sexy? <laughs> sexist, you idiot.
3: Oh, yes. Can I just add, though, Whoopi Goldberg said she stole the show. She was the show. She was the halftime show. That, right. I think that doesn't make sense. She was getting
2: at the whole day, like the football oh. was dwarfed. Maybe I took that the wrong way, yeah. but that would be a typical... Whoopee sort of take wouldn't it i don't know i love dolly so forget it you for loving someone you sure rip her off the air
4: i don't like her singing (laughs) queen songs no wow all
2: right news update straight ahead
1: Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more On all the gifts for the ones you adore Wines and beers all nestled on shelves Got some advice from our helpful elves Oh, so, so many gifts to explore When you go, go to Total Wine and more Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa Price so amazingly low, low, low low.
10: With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find Only at Total Wine and More Speak responsibly, B21 Mommy, I don't feel good Oh, well, let me check you for fever. I've got this exergen thermometer.
8: Just sweep it across your forehead and, ooh, 100.5. Yeah, you're staying home today. That sure was fast and easy, just like at the doctor's office. Mm Mm-hmm.
10: Doctors recommend these exergen thermometers.
9: Clinically accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies, get your exergen thermometer at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. The holidays are here. Go to OmahaStakes.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, get an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. That's OmahaStakes.com. Promo code QUALITY at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. All right,
2: the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott
3: Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. So Rosalind Carter's, uh, former First Lady Rosalind Carter's memorial service is happening today. You've got a lot of people packing the uh, the church in Georgia. Um, and an interesting comparison I, I came across here, because you have uh, Bill Clinton there, uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama is there, Barack Obama not there that I've that i've seen i don't think he's there um and uh and joe biden is there as well fascinating comparison here from charlie spearing uh who's a Mm -hmm. reporter out of dc makes the point bill clinton is 77 and was the president 23 years ago joe biden's 81 and is currently the president running for a re-election
4: isn't that weird isn't that something
3: (laughs) Wow. wow when you put it that way yeah That is mind-blower.
4: Bill Clinton was president 23 years ago and is now 77.
2: Not only that, but during the 2016 campaign, when he was out there, you had Democratic operatives saying, this old man needs to go. Yeah. He is hurting more than he's helping. And he looked old. Yeah. Clinton? Yes. He's aged differently, for sure.
3: Wow. Man, that is really interesting. Well, he... He is married to Hillary. Oh, that's that's <laughs> true. Well, also he was out there, basically still acting like he like the nineteen nineties Democrat Party existed, right? And like doesn't. talking about Obamacare, right. saying it's the greatest right. thing I ever saw, <laughs> whatever, yeah. whatever it was. And every Democrat goes, "What, Bill? You can't say that about Obamacare." What?
4: Yeah, you are telling the truth. Stop it. I Almost forgot about that. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's pretty
2: wild. Yeah. Did you see this whole controversy with Deadspin? Sports website, it's still around, actually. The Washington Redskin kid? Kansas City Chiefs. Or Kansas City Chiefs, rather, yeah. Yeah, he had black face paint on one side of his face, red on the other. Which is the color of the Chiefs, yeah. Yes, but it showed him from the side view. Yeah, it looked like he just had blackface on. Call him out, call out this kid for blackface. Right. And so then it was community notes, and Elon Musk was out there, this is the greatest thing about community notes on X.
3: Yeah. It corrects it. Well, I, I think it's funny that the guy who wrote it, I mean, he's a lunatic. And, I mean, I'm his, his first name, though, I, I don't know how to actually pronounce it, but in my head it's Karen. Isn't it C-A-R-R-O-N? Yeah, Karan, maybe? M- maybe, but I, I'm calling him Karen because that's what he is. I mean, you're targeting <laughs> a little true. kid saying that he's wearing blackface? Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, you're looking for any sort of racism anywhere.
2: It's like, you know, different kids have been at middle school games, you know, like with football, you know, eye dark underneath, you know, keep the shine out of your eyes and it gets smudged down. It's like black face.
3: Yeah. Hold on a second. It's eye black. What are you talking about? Yeah. And his, his whole thing was the, the Kansas city chiefs need to address this kid. I'm like, you know what Kansas city chiefs needs to do. What they need to do is give that guy tickets, give, give the kid and his family tickets for like the rest of the season yes here here's a gesture of goodwill i'm sorry that you were targeted yes that's what they should do you're absolutely right about that but
2: i remember man that's been i used to go to that oh yeah it was at real- least a few times a week they'd have some funny stories or yeah, whatever was. yeah and you look back at a point in time and it really was the trumpster Things changed, and they, and we thought, well, when's things going to get back to normal? It was forever no. changed. It was like the dividing line, and it's just getting more and more so, it seems like, all the time. This is the Mark Van Camp and Robin Show.
3: Okay, biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day is more hostages making their way out of Hamas uh, captivity um, and, and hearing some of the horrific stories that, uh, about what these people went through. The women were kept in literal cages by Hamas. Uh, you have children who were kept in cages by Hamas. Um, and then, I mean, to me, the most disturbing part of all of it was that while in captivity, they were forcing little kids to watch what what happened on October 7th over and over again.
2: Beyond evil. Well, these are animals,
3: I don't know what else man. you can say about it. These are savages. Okay.
2: Get an update on that. You got your big three, Scott Robbins. Yeah. The trifecta straight ahead. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins
3: show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Uh, The International Red Cross has now taken custody of 12 hostages released by Hamas. Uh, Israeli defense forces say that 10 of the hostages are Israeli citizens, uh, two more are foreign nationals. It didn't clarify the nationality of the non-Israelis, however. So this is the fifth group of hostages that has been released by Hamas since Israel agreed to pause the current war with the terrorist organization. So what do you think is going to happen? This goes for a little while longer?
2: I mean, there was a report earlier that there were being rockets again fired
3: from northern Gaza. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's infuriating. Yeah, I think I think right now you probably got the Israeli government saying, "All right, we'll we'll play along as, as long as we need to." But you start launching more and more and more rockets, we're going to say the deal is off. But as long as you're getting hostages coming across the border, um, then you can still have discussions with these people. Why did Hamas
4: get like eighteen captives, and we got then we got Israel got ten?
2: Not even that. I mean, yeah. what's the balance? Like three on that? to one. I mean, what? Yeah. Why is that? Because there are people desperate to get their loved ones back, yeah. and that's yeah. that's the toughest part of it. You have just one group that games. values life yeah. more than another. Yeah. Well, you've got just one. Of, keep playing these games.
3: Yeah, one one. Uh, Pro Hamas uh, uh uh reporter here in America uh tried to spin this story about a sixteen year old that was released back into Gaza. She had been mm-hmm. held by Israel saying she was a political prisoner. No, when she was fourteen, she stabbed her teacher multiple times. Right. So I mean But they don't tell you that. No, they don't they don't really want to tell you that part. It's it's like we had mentioned uh the story yesterday of another um, so-called freedom fighter, political prisoner in Israel that was released. This woman who was disfigured. The Israeli government actually paid for some of her surgeries and her, 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 her uh, uh, medical treatment while she was in captivity, while she was being held prisoner. And they acted like she was a freedom fighter. Well, actually, she was an attempted suicide bomber that blew up her car after reaching an Israeli checkpoint. <laughs> That's how she got disfigured. The police officer who right. was there is actually not mobile. Also disfigured because, well, she was a terrorist and she blew up her car. Right. But they don't tell you that. No. No.
2: You know what? This is the second time I'm going to do it today. Another great Thomas Sowell quote. When I think about the whole situation, and it's true. And I'm not saying that Israel's acting like wimps or anything like that. That's not it. But in the end, he said, if the battle for civilization comes down to the wimps versus the barbarians, the barbarians are going to win. And I understand that is the toughest thing, because if that's one of your loved ones that's being held hostage, you want them back more than anything else. You do anything you could. This game that hamas is playing it's got to end at some point in time they're not going to give away all the hostages because that's the only leverage they have and in the end their goal is to wipe israel out all the jews out and besides that little girl there's
4: been no americans
2: yeah and some would say because more leverage
4: when you have americans as hostages which is another interesting sidelight and goes back to where we
2: are yeah Mm -hmm. real quick note i thought this was interesting and just to ask if you've noticed this yourself so wall street journal piece today why is everyone so unhappy at work right now (laughs) employees are more dissatisfied than they were in the thick of the pandemic that's the latest tracking really yes huh um a number of different things part of it is because some people had to go back into the office yeah well cry me a river on that one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. It's one of those if yeah. if there really isn't this camaraderie of getting together, then what is the point for some people? I'm not saying it's right or wrong. We're just trying to figure out why are people so unhappy. Um and for some it's that they had to take a job after they had no job from the pandemic. Yeah. It's a job that they don't like don't so want. much. Yeah. Um the pay is not as good as they would like it's a lot of the things that you would imagine the other thing is hard sort of hard to quantify is that after the pandemic you had maybe this different outlook on life and it wasn't so much you know to the grind all the time i got to make room for life because who knows how long we're all going to be here Mm
5: -hmm.
2: and now as you're getting back into the grind because you know players are wanting more productivity and they want you know solid work base. Now you want
4: your
3: so, life to end. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are like, you know, this this isn't so great right now. No. I wonder it's interesting. I wonder how much of it too cuz you we heard a lot about the great resignation where a lot of people were realizing, "Hey, I can take a gig somewhere else, and maybe it pays a little better or I'm more interested in the work and I can work remotely maybe and I can live wherever I want to live." And then eventually the honeymoon period kind of I don't know, wears <laughs> off and you realize 100%. this yeah. job is not what I thought it was going to be. Yes.
2: Yeah. You know, a whole lot of people that have chased their passion will tell you that tale. That's for sure. All right. You ready for your big three, yeah, Scotty? let's go, man. Okay, here we go. Are you
0: ready? One, One two, three. Two. Oh. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show.
2: Every day about this time Scott Robbins' trifecta, his top three of the day, helped by his hero. Hi, it's me, Casey.
4: Well, hi there, buddy. How are you? Good. Bears game last night, open invitation, no
3: show. Mama told me not to come. I know, I've heard this before. Yeah, okay. I'm ready. Three. Uh, number three, you're actually starting off with some hockey news. Uh, and what? And every skater from both teams kicked out?
4: <laughs> well, yeah, they had, to change, they had to change the line, not because they wanted to, but because they had to. A little chippy last night, Ottawa Senators, Florida Panthers. The game, by the way, this always happens. In, I've seen enough hockey games where if the game is sort of a blowout yeah. and there's just five, six minutes left, things can get nutty gets frustrated people start slamming each other bad yeah. things start to happen well it happened last night too a little uncommon development here uh the brothers kachuk were playing the florida goalie got involved things descended into madness the fights erupted across the surface both teams brawling the brothers chinook yeah is that a band no it sounds like it doesn't it no, yes they're hockey players but okay um, every player on the ice was given a 10-minute misconduct, among other penalties. 16 penalties were called, 13 players, <laughs> and combined to see a full dozen of them kicked out of the game. Uh, so they had to bring the other line in yeah. to finish the game because they were out of players. So everybody got booted out, and they said the sheet after the game looked like a receipt that you'd get from uh, your drugstore with the lock tape. Like of all the penalties and all the time they were spent in the penalty box. But they end up ended up with 160 minutes of penalties. Two pages full of just penalties that were called after the game. And it took them like 15 minutes to get all this stuff off the ice. Wow. That is a game you want to go to right there. <laughs>
6: <laughs> now on That's with the
3: countdown. That's a game you want to go to. The Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day, up to number two. Number two, uh, Joe Biden has ditched the Christmas stockings for the grandkids because, well, he can't remember how many he has. They've just stopped doing it.
4: Really? Yeah. So they uh, decided not to hang stockings this year, very much a departure from the first two times that the president and Jill were at the White House for Christmas when they hung up little stockings for all their grandkids, remember that, and all their pets, all, of course, of the granddaughter they don't acknowledge navy joan roberts which was the child that hunter biden fathered with the stripper if you recall yes right she didn't get a stocking I mean, she didn't but get a biting dog did but the biden dog yeah. did right <laughs> and the biden cat did yeah all the animals did but no not her so now there's nothing on display for any of the grandchildren dr jill did include a statue of first dog commander despite the fact they shipped him off earlier he doesn't belong and the other dog anymore too. There. Both both dogs are out uh, yes, it's not a dog friendly environment. Apparently, well, the dogs kept biting. They said, "Well, oh, yeah." They said, "Now, the reason that Navy doesn't have a stocking or any of the other grandkids has nothing to do with the fact that we're embarrassed by her, or we we refuse to acknowledge her. It's just that we're going to be at Camp David this Christmas and not at the White House."
3: Mm-hmm. No, that's
4: why we're not hanging. We're not buying that, no, of man. Course
3: not. And I'm speaking about my own people here. And I'll just tell you this: never underestimate the pettiness of white trash. Okay. <laughs>
4: You know I I agree with you on that and 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 by the way just because people have ascended
3: to a high level doesn't mean the white trash didn't go with them. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. They are I mean dude think think about their entire family history and everything. I mean the, yeah. these people are white trash who made money. Yes. And you got to keep it real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like if Jed Clampett were
4: elected president.
3: (laughs) No, but he had a heart of gold, (laughs) sir.
2: Yeah. yeah. Don't compare Biden to Jed, please. Jed made sense. David, that's one of the funniest things I've heard. Oh, I know it is. It's never
4: underestimate the He He's spot on there, by the way. Oh, my God. And the countdown continues.
3: Scott Robbins trifecta top three of
4: the day. And finally,
3: one. Uh, Number one, uh, law enforcement agencies are warning you about the new iPhone update. Yeah, they're warning about the
4: uh, use of a feature. With iOS 17.1 and watchOS 10.1, you can use something called Name Drop to quickly share contact information with a nearby iPhone or Apple Watch. Apple says, uh, well, this is for the easiest and quickness of it. We can share information from our phones. Police are saying this is not a good idea. Security alarms are ringing everywhere. While others believe this not necessary, nothing's going to happen here. Uh, Fox 35 Orlando, Florida reported police departments there are warning parents to check their kids' phones and the settings because an update to iOS 17 automatically turns the feature on your phone. This feature allows you to easily share contact information and photos to another iPhone simply by holding the phones fairly close together. Oh, boy. They don't even have to touch. They could just be close together. You could suck information out of somebody's phone. Looks like
2: airdropping. Yes. Yeah.
4: They could take it from yours. The feature is defaulted to the on button, which could result in you unknowingly sharing all that information with people. And the cops are just going, hey, man, you got to take a look at this because this is not a good thing. Now, some IT security company said, ah, this is nothing. It's hysteria. It's nonsense. Don't worry about it. Well, if you don't want that stuff
2: transferring over yeah you got to go into the setting and take that part off yeah which i just did after you told me that story thank I you i know
4: i i said i thought you might be doing that and you did by golly here right in and did you do you even know it was there though no yeah see that's the thing people don't know it's there
2: yeah well i'm sure it's on your phone no i got flip
4: phone i still run on mice powered by coal i mean, i still have a,
0: <laughs> and there you have know. it <laughs> i still have it
4: no, I'm sure that you got the update No, I on your probably phone. do. I don't even know whether I do or not. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Gosh dang me, my bank will be cleaned out
2: tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's sharing that information. Well, it shares everything on your iPhone, apparently. With photos, contacts, things like that. I mean, turn that thing off, because I don't want your photos getting into my phone. I don't know what you're taking pictures of. <laughs> All right, got to get some news update and Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead.
9: I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year.
6: I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended a hair Loaf supplement.
8: My
10: hair feels thicker.
7: Stronger. The breakage is less.
10: Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have.
7: Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com.
9: Hi, what brings you to the clinic today?
7: Oh, the baby's not feeling
10: well. I think she might have a fever.
9: Ah, uh, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh,
10: gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use.
9: Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. Thanks
1: to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so so many gifts to explore when you go go to Total Wine and More. Bottles so delightful, whoa oh, oh, whoa oh, whoa! Price so amazingly low,
10: low low low! With the lowest prices for over thirty years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. Be twenty-one.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Another news update. David Van
3: Camp. It's just the amount of cruelty that has been exhibited here in the last, uh, well, coming up on two months now between Israel and Hamas is just astounding. We made this, uh, mention a while ago, but, uh, Hamas's youngest hostage is a 10-month-old baby. His name is Kafir Bibas. He's been handed over to another terrorist organization in Gaza, along with his family. Um, and uh, basically, the, the plan is to make people jump through more hoops to get this 10-month-old baby out. Because now you're going to need Hamas not only to negotiate with Hamas for the release— but Hamas is gonna have to make some sort of deal with this other organization, and they're gonna let this guy be bad cop potentially.
0: Tell him that God's yeah.
3: cut him down, Tell him that God's cut him down. And I know there's a yeah. reason why I'm not in the international diplomacy game. Because my reaction yeah. is you hand that baby over now or Gaza's a parking lot. Yes. We're gonna assume you've killed the baby, and you're going to have to you're gonna have a lot of hell to pay absolutely it is awful all the way around and i'm sure
2: well you guys have heard the same sorts of things just talking to people you get to a point it's several people have said this to me like i can't read any more about it or i can't yeah. take any more it, it's yeah. th- i get how barbaric it's been and everything else i just can't take it and you understand it it's beyond anything of what we've seen that i can remember in our lifetime just awful um i'll tell you this Nimrods in the News, Uh, yes, they're Nimrods, and this person's arrested, but
0: this might at least put a smile on your face. Oh, good. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show.
6: I love the poorly educated.
0: All right. Nimrods in the News, we start in
2: Georgia, Putnam County. Uh, Well, you don't see this every day. Oh, what was that? I don't know, man. Um, the sheriff there said uh, a week ago, a woman called a report that uh, her ex-boyfriend had basically gone nuts on mushrooms. He's lost his mind. Mm. Okay, now for the people that saw it at the time, it was probably scary because you've got this grown man, he's 47 years old, um, in what they're saying is an outfit... That is a yellow onesie-style pajama outfit meant to resemble Ah. a chicken.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That was you
2: know. And as he was going crazy, he was beating on passing by cars. Just like, you know, like pounding them with his fist and screaming and hollering at them. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. And so this dude's name is Jason Pinch. He continues to beat on passing cars, and then a patrol car comes up. They called an ambulance. All right, we're going to have to get a hold of this guy. Um, all of a sudden, Pinch says to the cops, are you real? Am I real? He's <laughs> losing his mind. Okay. Officers then, he started freaking out again. They had to tase him. Arrested on charges of disorderly conduct and misdemeanor obstruction of a peace officer. He has been released. Um the chicken outfit is really something. And then there's a story of this guy that wanted a beer. This is in Oklahoma. Jose Silverio wanted a beer early Sunday morning. He ended up crashing into a store. It's like, oh man, I know the cops are on the way. Cracked a beer and just sat there and drank it, talking to witnesses, waiting mm-hmm. for the cops to come. Yeah, what yeah. else are you gonna do? Yeah. And that's Nemrod's in the news.